Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening. And welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And this week's question is, what if Uncle Ben wanted vengeance? (laughs) Chills. I got him. (laughs) All right, so... We just watched the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. We, we just dropped that question. What if Uncle Ben wanted vengeance? But Cody, before we start, we've got some exciting news. Now, we're going to we're gonna do a little bit of shifting around of this episode a little bit and kind of have some news at the beginning. Um, for everybody that's been with us since the beginning, thank you so much for your, for your support. Every listen, comment, share, shout out, guest star, everything like that. Y'all have been incredible. And we really appreciate you. Uh, the last month or so has been the best month we've had as far as yeah. listenership. I mean, the numbers are going way up. That's right. We're uh, we're experiencing a lot of a lot of a lot more engagement by you guys, which we love, and uh, seeing the downloads go up as well. And um, you know, it means a lot to us that you guys are sticking with us and and telling your friends about us and all that good stuff. But this now, Mike, is year two which means we got to do it bigger and better. We're in, this is the first episode of year number two, right here. Yep. Episode 53. 53. First one of the, of the second year of shouting into the void. Season Um, two. Season two, if you will. (laughs) Uh, And so, you know, folks, we've had a a few friends and a few listeners reach out to us and say, Hey, what do I got to do to get more podcasts? Right. Uh, And so we've, this thing doesn't this thing doesn't produce itself it doesn't edit itself it doesn't host itself you know there there are some small but you know costs associated with running a podcast and so we've come up with a way to sort of provide a few extra little benefits and goodies to the community uh, in exchange for some support Cody you want to walk them through the patreon yeah so we are going to launch our patreon uh we have just one membership for our Patreon straight up. Uh, it's a $5 a month tier on Patreon. And, uh, what's that? What that's going to get you, we are going to release weekly episodes, uh, mini-sodes, I'll call them. Um, little lore kind of things. We'll do uh, kind of specific, like, Cliff Notes versions of things. So we may talk about a certain plane in Magic the Gathering, or we might talk about one specific Marvel character for just a little while, or we'll inevitably shoehorn in a Harry Dresden reference at some point. Like, I mean, you have to. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, obligatory. So, right. uh, but, but we'll be releasing one of those a week, um, every in week. In addition to the regular episode. In addition to the regular episode. Um, and we'll release those on Patreon. So those will be available only to the Patreon members. Um, we are going to shoot for a minimum of 15 minutes, but you know, there's no guarantee of how long we may go on those, but they'll at least all be 15 minutes long or, we're, or in that ballpark. We're shooting for the 15 to 20 minute range, just yep. as kind of a, a little bonus thrown in there. But folks, if you add that up, that's 15 to 20 minutes a week. That's an extra episode's worth of content a, a month, month yep. for you guys. And, you know, the way we've set it up with the five bucks a month is if we get 
three, four patrons to start with, that's going to pay for the cost of hosting the podcast. Yeah. And when we started out, that was our, like, if we could do that, that was, that was huge when we started gravy. this a year ago. Anything else is, is absolute gravy. And yep. uh, so we just wanted to put it out there. Uh, how can people find our Patreon page, Cody, if they wanted to sign up and support us? So the best way, honestly, to go and find it, it's on our link tree. Um, but it's uh, patreon.com slash SITVpod, I think, is the yep. uh, is the URL. Uh, but the easiest way to find it is to go to the link tree. And it's I think the I think it's actually the first link on the link tree uh, is yep. our is our Patreon Patreon sure. now. So uh, go join over there. There's also some other benefits you get. Uh, you'll get the uh, the uh, sure the designation or whatever on uh, Discord of, of being a Patreon member. You get that role. That's what I was looking for. A role on go. Discord. So you get yep. the Patreon role on Discord, um, and that gets you some ac- access to some other channels specific to the Patreon members and things yep. like that. Uh, that gets you access a, to a Patreon Hangout voice channel. A new um, color, I think, you know, you yeah, get, a, yeah, I think, to, a to gold label on, or something like Discord that. Server. Yep. And then uh, you also, uh, we're going to read out some names, Mike. Yeah, uh, at least one Patreon a week to start with. We'll get a special shout out at the episode uh, for helping support us and making this possible because, uh, you know, we, we got to show some love back to the community. Um, you know, the other aspect, you know, of being a patron is, you know, having, having, our ear and our time more so than we are, you know, people already do when they interact with us. If a Patreon comes to us and says, Hey, I have a topic. I I really want to hear you guys talk about, or, Hey, I got a question and I want you guys to answer it. We're going to try our absolute best to make that happen because, you know, you guys are out there actually supporting us and making this podcast possible. So, uh, yeah, extra mini episode a month, a special role in the discord channel, access to a Patreon hangout, uh, voice chat, uh, Shout outs at the end of episodes and, you know, the ability to put some more weight behind any suggestions or questions you might have for us to talk about. Uh, there's there's you know a few benefits to signing up and five dollars a month gets you all that. And we are starting it uh, as of this episode. Um, yeah. So, again, folks, not mandatory, completely out of the goodness of your heart. If you feel at all interested in doing it, it would blow us away, you know, we're not expecting anything from anybody. Nope. We're out here doing this for fun. And if we can cover costs, that's huge. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, we're, we're happy to, uh, to provide, you know, that, that extra access to you guys. Um, yeah. it, it does just, it costs some more of our time and, and more of our efforts and energy to get that stuff, extra kind of content out to you guys. And so we, we really appreciate any and all help and, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm blown away. We're even talking about this, to be honest with you. <laughs> a year ago, I never would have thought we would get to this point. Yeah, um, right. Now, the one thing that I will ask anybody who is listening to do, uh, you know, you don't have to do it right now, but if you don't already, and it's, you know, I know you hear it from every YouTuber, every Twitch streamer, whatever, every time, but it really does help drive engagement. If you can go to whatever you're listening to this on and leave a like or a comment, if you can please go to one or all or as many of our social media as you want and give us a follow or a subscribe, a comment, a shout out, whatever, that is awesome for us. That helps us spread word of mouth. That helps people share posts. That helps people get us noticed. And 
helps us interact with you know other podcasts or other personality streamers, whoever you know wants to talk to us. Um, yeah. and it helps and us talk to you guys as well, it, and it helps us talk to you guys. Like yeah. we've gotten awesome feedback, we've gotten like collaboration invites, we've gotten all sorts of stuff from social media. It really does help. Um, and if you really wanted to be extra extra cool, which I know everybody wants to be extra extra cool, <laughs> um, like you guys have been doing so far, because we see the results of it, we see the numbers on the back end. But if you want to be extra cool, tell somebody about the pod and get them to try an episode that you think is particularly funny. So if you have a D and D group or a workout buddy or a relative or you know a, a coworker or you know, a Pokemon trading card group or whatever. It doesn't matter. Anything, anybody you think would like it or would get a kick out of it, tell them about it and ask them to please try listening to at least one or two episodes because that's really how we think we're going to really grow and and make something out of this because we're we're just astounded that you all are willing to listen to our bullshit and... (laughs) It makes me smile every time I get a text or a message from somebody saying, hey, man, really liked what you and Cody said this week, thought it was hilarious, made me laugh while I was working out or gets me through my my commute or whatever. Like, yeah, that's the big if, stuff, man. If people are laughing, we're happy. Like, yeah. Or if people are interested or they think we make good points or whatever, like we just do this for fun. But if other people get some joy out of it in this crazy blasted hellscape of a world we live in <laughs> more power to them. Like that's, that's what would be awesome. So we're at 10 minutes in and we've taken enough of your time up. So uncle Ben, uncle Ben. So a legend, he, he botched robbery gets killed. Yep. And Peter finds him and instead, on the street. In, it finds him dying on the street. And instead of saying, you know, do the right thing, be a good boy, take care of Aunt May or whatever, he's like, Peter, come closer. And Peter leans down. No, Peter, come closer. And he leans down. <laughs> what is it, Uncle Ben? I want you to find the shithead who did this and fucking kill him. It's it's a rough, it's a rough look, right? Isn't the what's the line? The line is uh, with great power comes great responsibility, right? Are those his last Uncle, words, or was that, that just something Uncle he ben tells him? I thought that was the Uncle Ben line. If that uh, is the line, but are those his last words, or is that just something he tells Peter? I thought that was his last words. Either way, we can we can assume that in this universe, this Uncle Benjins universe, Uncle Benjins, um, Uncle Ben never told Peter Parker with great power comes great responsibility. Instead, he told him. Find the guy who killed me and kill him. Now, this is incredible. So I love the idea. So <laughs> this is fucked up is what it you is. Know, the, the whole persona of Spider-Man is kind of built on this like cr- like creed or set of ideals that Uncle Ben has kind of instilled in Peter Parker. Right. I mean, Uncle Ben and Aunt May raised him right. Right. And. You know, I I just I really enjoy the idea of Uncle Ben not being such a wholesome person and like being a shithead and just like in the end wanting vengeance, like just ready to rip. I mean, like this, it's like some Sopranos or Sons of Anarchy shit. Like, avenge me, yeah. <laughs> and 
the best part is like Uncle Ben doesn't fucking know that he's Spider Man at this point. No, so, so he, he thinks realize. he's just telling his <laughs> high school age nephew, Peter, go to the pawn shop, buy a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Uncle Ben, I have spider powers. <laughs> you what? <laughs> I'm dying, just, son. Why? <laughs> just <laughs> dies. Just dies. So Jesus. <laughs> So yeah, so he tells uh, unknowingly tells some you know omega level superhuman, but literally one of the strongest Marvel characters. When you talk about like anyone below omnipotent level, like yeah, I mean this is like A tier for sure. Oh, if yeah. not S tier, Spider Man can bring it. Yeah, and so. It tells this person <laughs> to go and hunt down the person who killed him. You are you are telling a teenager who is dealing with hormones and emotions and anger and you know feeling some of this stuff very strongly. And now, for, now the, the first death time. of the closest thing to a parent that he's had that he's ever had. You are telling him, "Avenge me." Yeah. I'm so, sorry. I just can't stop. Playing. I love this idea. Uh, you texted this to me the other day and was like, "What if Uncle Ben wanted vengeance?" I'm like, "Hold up." I you mean like, what if Spider Man killed people? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Dark Spider Man. I love right. it because Spider Man's whole thing is he tries not to kill. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. I I think. Um, so we brought this up. Somebody commented, get at us in the comments, I guess. But somebody brought this up on Instagram that at some point during the during the course of the comic books, um, apparently Spider-Man at a certain point tries to pick up Mjolnir and is unable to do so because he is unwilling to kill. Right. Um, so I think generally, I don't think it's like as hard of a line as like, let's say a Batman or someone sure. like someone like that, who has like a, a direct like, uh, what's the word I'm looking? I don't want to say Creed again, but like a direct taboo, taboo against killing. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know that he's necessarily that like strict about it, but, but he but definitely he, goes he out actively, of his way to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. He actively goes out of his way to avoid killing people because you know he'll web up the guns or he'll knock someone out or he'll you know tie a criminal to a yeah. lamppost and leave them it does really help that he his superpower is like basically really good at tying people up right it really helps like it you're not gonna really like i mean okay but isn't that the premise of this episode is to figure out how the fuck spider-man's gonna start killing besides just like super strength well again i'm gonna argue that tying someone up like as good as it is for apprehending someone also very good at killing someone like wild west spider-man is hanging just hanging people that. oh i wasn't going that dark i was <laughs> so you said wild west and the first thing well, I, I, I just pictured the, the gallows the, i just oh, pictured the first the... thing i thought it was the train coming and you're tied up on the train tracks <laughs> like oh, well... spider-man sitting there smoking a cigarette just watching the train come he, he's he's in his spider suit <laughs> but he's got like a curly handlebar mustache and he's twirling it like ha -ha, this is what happens when you kill my uncle whiplash. yeah snidely whiplash has a mustache <laughs> on spider-man <laughs> uh, no i was thinking like gallows like wild west vigilante justice like i mean also i mean right it's it's new york you tie someone up you bring them to the top of a building 
you drop them off, it's going to be a rough time. It's going to be a mess is what that's going to be. Yeah. Jesus. Rough time. So, all right. Is this, is this episode now just like how could Spider-Man kill people? Because I'm kind of here for it, but. <laughs> we've done, like, I feel like that's a little too, I mean, we'll get there <laughs> over the course of the episode, but I feel like that's a little too dark. Like, we've done how would too we kill dark. Sonic? Immediately, how, immediately you we, went to the gallows. We, we've done how would we, I'm ignoring you. Um, we've done how would we kill Sonic? But yeah. we ha- we haven't done how would Spider Man kill people? Um, yeah, I, I mean, admittedly, Sonic had it coming. Still does, bastard. <laughs> um, so let's let's sort of explore what changes in the Spider Man universe. If sure, or I guess the Spider Verse. You know, what happens when you get one Spider Man that just fucking kills people? I wonder if it's ever been done in the in the comics where uncle ben is not as pure um sure maybe and, maybe and he's kind of steers peter at all yeah, yeah steers peter towards you know life on the other side of the tracks maybe he and peter knock over a, a jewelry store or something and uh peter's like i don't know about this you know it's interesting i was talking to carrie about this kind of premise um in the car earlier today and uh she kind of brought up the like black suit Spider-Man kind of deal uh, being like the venomized Spider-Man stuff and right. uh, or like the black suit Spider-Man three stuff. And how, um, you know, she her comment ex- exactly to me was, isn't that evil Spider-Man? And uh, I don't I don't necessarily think that I would consider that evil Spider-Man, but it's probably the closest we've seen. I think that's just like high school bully dick spider-man like well in spider-man 3 for sure but i think like when when spider-man uh encounters the venom suit and and encounters the symbiote that is venom like uh venom i I always kind of picture as the devil on your shoulder kind of thing very much so very much like egging you on like to do the selfish thing or like the the violent thing sometimes or the... very very similar to like a lashio in uh, yeah. the dresden files very much obligatory um, yeah obligatory <laughs> a, a a a angel or devil on uh, blah, 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 blah. words are hard uh peter parker's shoulder go. uh you know venom is constantly saying like do the bad thing mm-hmm. and he's got uncle ben's voice in his head saying with great power comes great responsibility but what if he didn't but what and if Uncle he ben, didn't? And Uncle Ben was like, yeah, do the bad thing. <laughs> he just got two thumbs up from Venom from, and Uncle Ben. <laughs> like, right. Hell yeah. Dead, deadbeat Uncle Ben. Get it done, so, brother. So what what changes, right? So well, Peter Parker, instead of instead of putting on this uh the spider suit and going to that underground wrestling ring, he Well hold on, puts on he wrestles first in the movie. Oh, that's right. He does wrestle first. Yeah. Shit. All right. So he wrestles. Then he finds Uncle Ben dying on the street. Yep. And Uncle Ben says, avenge me. My boy. My boy. And so Peter Parker goes out hunting. Hunting. This is a hunter now. Yep. This is a huntsman spider. Driven by revenge. Driven by revenge. And... Using his rudimentary basic understanding of Spidey senses at this point, you know, tracks the guy down. I mean, he's already a photographer, right? So yeah. he's 
he's does he go full private eye is that what you're about to tell me yeah he's staking out that alley he's asking around town he's like hey goes goes to the bodega and he he slides the picture on the counter and he's like you know hey tony oh hey kid sorry to hear about your uncle that was no that that's a bad bit of business there i can't believe it I mean, look what that look what's happened into this town. The place has gone to the dogs in the last couple of years. I know, I know, Tony. I'm really, I'm real broke up about it. You ever seen this guy? And Tony picks up the picture and is like, he comes in every couple of weeks, gets a sandwich, leaves. I tell you what, next time I see him, I'll give you a call. And so Peter's putting out feelers, right? He's he's finding this guy's habits, finding out where this guy is. And for some reason, I'm imagining it's on like a stormy, rainy night that it, yeah, he finally. It has, I mean, it has to be for sure. Has to be, and it's it's mostly black and white, almost like a Sin City like I love vibe. That. I love that. And there's when he finally gets the guy, and I mean, I'm going to need help from you on how it happens. But when he finally gets the guy, it's black and white, and the only things that are colored are the red on his Spider-Man suit and the blood running into the gutter. Yeah, well, I think. I think that this version of Spider-Man not only is going to like kill this person who has done him wrong and mm-hmm. his uncle wrong, uh, but I think he's going to take pleasure in it. Like, I think Spider-Man's going to kick him off the ledge and save him a couple times. I don't know if he's going to do that yet because I, I uh, first off, it's a great hold on, first, right. like in so in original Spider-Man, right? The origin story. Mm-hmm. He cracks that guy down and doesn't he? I thought he kicked him out of a window. You're remembering more than I do. Shit. Should have should have looked this up. I I I don't think he kills him. No, I he doesn't he, kill him. Are you sure? I don't think he kills the guy. I don't think he does either. He no, we've just established that Spider-Man he gets doesn't scared like off kill. by the cops, though. That might be it. But I don't think the cops are there to save the bastard in this one. Not in our universe. Not here's, in our universe. Because Spider-Man's plotted this out too carefully. He's no, alone. He's, he's got a Dexter room ready to go. Right. He don't have a Dexter room, but he might have like a <laughs> Dexter alley. Um, well, he's got a, he's got an idea of where it's going to go down. And it's a yeah. secluded oh, and he, location. He, he tracks the guy. Yeah, it's yeah. a secluded location. And I like your idea that he becomes the kind of like killer that like toys with his victims Mm -hmm. but i don't see i don't see the first one going down like that right i see this being a he snaps and pummels the guy right and loses himself to the to the red rage the red mist you know he he can't he can't hold it back and he's standing over the guy's corpse at this point you know blood dripping off his knuckles breathing heavy and realizes that he likes that feeling of revenge and feels good. It feels good to give into your anger. Doesn't it? The dark yeah. side is seductive. It's easier. It's quicker. It's, it's, it's just, it feels just the, the bad guys get what's coming to them. Right. And the next day, or maybe a couple of days later, he walks into the bodega with bandages on his hands and, uh, Tony's got his regular regular lunch order ready to go. And hey kid. Cops found that guy that got your uncle. Looked like he was beat up pretty bad. 
Damn shame that happened. And slides the lunch to him. No charge. Doesn't say a word to anybody. And Peter just kind of looks at him and nods and says, what's this town coming to? Walks out. And then then it's open season. Purse snatchers, you know, creeps. Vigilante shit. Murderers. And it starts with his neighborhood, right? He starts out daredevil level. A few city blocks. Yep. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And then, you know, occasionally, you know, uh, uh, one of his high school tormentors maybe gets kind of what's coming to them. Well, I think that happens like I think that has to happen down the road. I mean, even in the good version of Spider-Man, we get that a bit. Well, yeah, but you mostly get him making fools of them. You don't get him like. Right, but. It, it's it's rooted. Every time I see that, I'm like, well, now you're just a bully, Spider-Man. Like, way to go. You got superpowers and now you're a bully. <laughs> Good job. Right. But in this universe, he's a bully because Uncle Ben said, get revenge. Yeah. And so he drags his bully out of the bully's bedroom in the middle of the night and hangs him from a tree like a pinata and gets a few good shots in. And oh, the QB is out for the season because he has a broken collarbone. That's real. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a shame. Ruins his chance at a scholarship. And Peter's sitting there smirking as uh, as he walks the watches the bully go by in the cafeteria with uh, with his arm in a sling. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you're picturing this, uh-huh. which which Spider Man are you picturing, or who are you picturing? As I think Spider-Man? I think. We're picturing the same Spider-Man, and that's Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Tobey fucking... It has to be Tobey Maguire. Be to- it's got to be Tobey. He's yeah. the only one unhinged enough to do this. <laughs> it's got to be Tobey, yeah. The other two yep. are just not going to cut it. Andrew Garfield is... I'm sorry, like... He's okay. like... He's Wonder Bread. He's, there's no depth to him. I, I like I liked him as Spider Man. I'm sorry. I I honestly think I might like him. Man, this is gonna catch some flack. So say goodbye to all the people who went to Patreon at the beginning of the episode because I'm about to tell you I, I think I liked him better than Tom Holland. Well, you're wrong, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I I Garfield is my least favorite Spider Man. Holland is my favorite by far. Tobey Maguire is. There's a nostalgia factor there, but I see. I think Tom Holland is probably my least favorite. Okay, is he too cool? I think he's too. I think he appeals to too young an audience. I think I'm too old. Well, I mean that's kind of fair. I mean he's Garfield def- was in my a little opinion, more he's like the most childish of them for sure. He is, but people forget that Spider Man is supposed to start out as a kid. Yeah, I get it. I I definitely get it. I just. That that part of it is what I struggle with is like the like he's almost kind of lawful stupid at some points, if that makes sense. Yeah, he, he kinda can be. I mean, my experience is the first new Spider Man movie and then everything in the like the rest of the Avengers level movies. So See, I haven't seen I think what uh, I really I far yeah, from home. Sorry, not to interrupt. I think what I I think what I really liked about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was that he really nailed the like arrogant part of it, which is kind of like the not great part. But Spider-Man is kind of like a smart aleck. A lot. Of oh, the yeah. Time. You know, like 100 percent. He's like got the the yeah. witting, the wittiness about him. Right. And I think I mean, Andrew Garfield did the best job of like capturing that aspect. 
you know, and and when you mention that, I can kind of see it. Um, it that needs that does need to shine through, and I think that arrogance also comes into play. Oh, definitely. With our with our murder man, definitely. <laughs> So let me real quick, I'm going to derail you one more time and then we can continue talking about murder Spider-Man. Uh, we're going to frog this train back onto the tracks, come hell or high water. Some, but continue. Someday, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I know we're both picturing Tobey Maguire, but if we are going to make Venge- Uncle Uncle Vengeance Spider-Man, uh, who do you cast? If we're making this? new Brand new movie, totally different. Brand new movie? Yep, alternate oh, universe. Man. Vengeance Spider-Man. I, for some reason, am picturing a young Adam Driver. Ooh, okay. Different than I was kind of going with it. I I like that a lot, though. (laughs) Like, I think he definitely has the potential to play the outcast type. Like, this Spider-Man gets picked on in school a lot. And... This movie would not hold back on that front. I really like that. Who were you casting? Man, I I don't know. I now I'm like shook a little bit. That was really good. I, I really <laughs> like that casting. Uh um, I guess uh the I was thinking uh Bill Skarsgard. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna have to pull him up because I can't uh, picture he, him. He's in the my guy mind. who plays uh Pennywise in the new it movies. I have not seen it. He's also in uh Oh, shoot. A really oh good God. Netflix show. This guy. Okay, I could definitely see this, but this guy looks just like one of the centers on the Minnesota Wild. Okay. He looks like Joel Joel Erickson Egg. Hang on. <laughs> now I got to look this up. No, I'll, I'll screen share it so you can see it. Okay. Like, for, all right. For those of you at home, go, all right. I'm a, I got Google Images pulled up, right? Uh, Cody, all right. Skarsgård? Mm hmm. Joel Erickson Egg. Okay, there's it's the eyes. It's they, they both look like they've got two black eyes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> right? So all of you at home look up Bill Skarsgard and then also look up uh Joel Erickson. That is a wild pull you just threw at me, but it's a wild it's accurate. Oh, pretty good, huh? Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. <laughs> uh well, anyway. Welcome to season two. This is the pun season. This is the puns and hockey and more Dresden <laughs> Files season. Um so, yeah, I mean, that's a great, he, he looks very like, well, in my, I, he's got, he, so he's really got it down. Um, he, he, at like the psychological switch. He's um, unsettling. He's so very he, good at being unsettling. He's very, he's very good. You see it a lot in Hemlock Grove. That's the name of the Netflix show. If you haven't seen okay. it, I highly recommend it. I like it a lot. It is like a little spooky kind of thing, but mm-hmm. he plays a, a vampire in that. And, um, he does Nando a very good Relentless. job. No, not quite. Uh, but he does a very good job of like going from normal, uh, like seemingly normal person. And then there's a switch that he can flip where he goes into like the psychotic mode, which is kind sure. of what I like potentially enjoy about a violent Spider-Man where he could be like the arrogant cocky kid in high school, but then also like fucking scary when the, when it's nighttime and, he has somebody. I, I definitely agree that you web. need that vibe. You need yeah. that vibe. And after watching Adam driver, his emotional freakouts in like marriage story, that was yeah. Incredible for sure. Like imagine 
Did you just break your boom? Broke some shit. <laughs> While Cody breaks shit, I'm gonna vamp. Um, yeah, you keep you vibe because I got a real fucking mess I'm dealing with now. <laughs> Cody goes to move his microphone, and the whole fucking boom just chunk. Anyway, uh, no, for you know, for this Spider Man, yeah, you you do need someone that can kind of flip that switch that can. Oh no, Aunt May, I'm okay, really. Like, uh, I just I tripped and fell walking home and, and scraped up my my knuckles. I caught the pavement weird. And then be at the gym the next day, like breaking like heavy bags in half with his super strength. And then at night be stalking, you know, someone who's been like stealing old ladies' purses and leaving them like bruised and bloodied in the street or what have you. You you need someone who can like you almost need someone with multiple personalities basically. Like who can portray that. Yeah, definitely. I, I you know, I I think you're right a lot. Like uh, that's an Thank aspect you. of this uh of this Spider-Man <laughs> of the <laughs> yeah, don't let it go to your head. Uh it's an aspect of the Spider-Man that I think is going to really shine through compared to other Spider-Man Spider-Man's Spider-Man that we've Spider-Man had, Spider-Man Spider-Man <laughs> Uh, that we've seen is just that like he is going to have to be much more secretive. Um, oh yeah. And like, because now what he's doing is elite, like violent and illegal compared to like vigilante justice kind of stuff. Right, vigilante superheroing. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, and that brings me to my next question is mm-hmm. we've kind of talked a little bit about how his origin and his beginning is different, but how, is the rest of the series how's the world different i mean j jonah jameson is going nuts get me pictures of the spider menace See, except this time he's right i was just gonna say now the daily bugle's just publishing facts <laughs> like, right <laughs> it's just a straight fact up finding. Like, yeah man like wanted criminal found hanging from noose from light post yeah like <laughs> Ser- serial arsonist found burned to death in an alley what if it's not even confirmed. that bad like what if it's like wow that got dark uh fucking caught somebody on fire but what if it what if it turns to like um uh like domestic abuse yeah like domestic abuser found beaten to death or whatever you know yeah. like i imagine at some point that it turns less and less criminal almost because obviously as Peter's clean, cleaning the streets, like less and less crime has happened. Like it's almost more effective, right? If he's like scarier, well, like, <laughs> like, here's, here's what, here's what I think, you know, maybe. And again, if we're going dark, we're going to go dark. Right? Yeah. Someone in Peter's class has a problem with, uh, let, let's say, Let's say you got someone that's dealing with a heroin addiction, right? Sure. And a bad shipment comes through and it's laced with something. And maybe not one of Peter's direct friends, but someone he knows and like talks to and is one of his classes, ODs. Yeah. Now you have Spider-Man with a willingness to kill and a motive to find the gang that's distributing, find the guys that are smuggling it in, in the harbor yeah. find the criminal operation that is doing this and take them down and punish them, like punish them. Well, even 
here's the other thing, right? Because if he's going up against some cartel or triad or Yakuza or someone mm-hmm. that's bringing drugs into New York, he's knocking over this hideout, dodging bullets like Neo. And imagine if he doesn't just web your gun to the wall. Imagine yeah. if he webs it out of your hands, it turns, and with agility and instinct and speed, starts firing back. Starts shooting, yeah. Spider-Man with a gun. Spider-Man with guns. Better. It's terrifying. It's already better, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking terrifying. Like, Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, uh, yeah, I think even for this purpose, like we can almost think of it like even if Uncle Ben doesn't say like avenge me or something, what if he sa- just said something like kill them all? Whoa. I like, mean, I'm what here if for Uncle it? Ben goes real dark. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But what would and, and this is where we have to suspend a certain amount of disbelief, right? Like what would possess Uncle Ben to fucking say that? I mean, he's dying. He just got killed in the street unjustly. I don't know. It it would have it would have to be like the straw that broke the can or the anvil that broke the camel's back. Like their house would have had to been broken into, and like they would have had to be dealing with a bunch of crime. Well, what and- if what if it's not even necessarily crime? What if Uncle Ben is just downtrodden? Like they're gonna full fo- like they're gonna take away the house because he can't afford to pay the bills, but he can't afford to pay the bills because he got because he got hurt and is At work. unable to return back to work. He's being disenfranchised and beaten down by the system itself. And now, like of no fault of his own, when he's just trying to mind his own business, he gets gunned down in the street and he's like dying in Peter Parker's arms. The last thing he says is kill them all. So now you have a Spider-Man with a willingness to kill that is going to go after the predatory lenders, the banks, the fucked up healthcare system. (laughs) You have, you have Spider-Man that is going against the one percent society. Yeah. I like I like anarchist (laughs) Spider-Man. That's what we got. The A in man is like the anarchy symbol, the anarchy symbol. Right. So now, now, uh, Spider-Man is going to go after the equivalent of Elon Musk and dangle him from a building and say, you're going to give away every last red cent you own, or I'm going to come back and find you. Dude, that's fucking crazy. And then you still get Green Goblin because of Oscorp? Come on. Okay. And then you can still have him fight <laughs> Green Goblin. I know. you Because up till this point, I think he would sign on with Green Goblin. <laughs> but if Oscorp bought out his development... And they lost the house because Oscorp bought ever bought up the neighborhood and yeah. shady back deals and eminent domain bribery bullshit. And, and they, they need built the land a lab. or whatever. Yeah, yep. whatever. Now he's got a vendetta against Oscorp. And so he's like, oh, I know who you are, Peter. You should join me and we can. Corporate elite bullshit. Yeah, I, I can make you strong. Fuck you. You took everything from me. Kills him. God, I love the idea, too, that like. Again, the Daily Bugle is just definitely right. But I love the idea that the Daily Bugle is publishing these headlines, Spider Menace and all this other stuff, and that this version of Spider-Man is still gaining some traction in like the city because he's kind of standing up for the people who are not the 1%. Right. Well, I think think it's kind of the inverse of regular Spider-Man's reception where the public loves him. Right. Few people hate him. 
I think I think he scares a lot of people, but I think you do get those supporters. I think like because he's not just going to kill people on the street, right? You know, I I think every robbery he stops, every like like strong arm on the street robbery, like he's still going to get old ladies' purses back to him. Right. He's still going to stop kids from getting kidnapped in front of their parents, and like yeah, he might really take it out on the criminal doing it, but. He's not going to be running around in broad daylight with a gun. I don't think. No, he's going to be much more in the shadows kind of stuff. And he's not going to hurt innocent people because he knows what it's like to have his whole life taken away from him. He's not going to do that to people who, in his mind, don't deserve it. Now, do you do you think that this version of our Spider-Man runs into any other heroes in the Marvelverse? Does he attract enough attention? I definitely think he attracts enough attention eventually it's a couple of years right i think he's on shield's radar yeah yeah he's on shield's radar black widow and hawkeye have a dossier on him and you know fury's sitting them down and he's like all right what do we think are we gonna go get this this spider guy and black widow's like no way in hell sir too dangerous he's unhinged he's no principles there's no he's he's not a good fit for the avengers there's no way he would He's a loose cannon, and Hawkeye's like, I'd really have to, I'd really hate to have to kill the kid. Like, don't bring him, don't bring him in, because then I'd have to put him down. Because in I, this universe, we have badass Hawkeye too. I've just decided. <laughs> okay, Fair. I'm, I'm into that. Uh, I mean, just, Carl's not, <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Carl. Do we still get the Tony Stark relationship though? Because Tony. Like not so much in the Marvel universe, but Tony as a character in the like comics and stuff is much ha- definitely like has many more demons. You know, is is no noted to be an alcoholic and like struggles within his own right uh, with his. Tony Stark is everything that our Dark Vengeance Spider Man hates. Ooh, but that, yeah, that's a good point. He's Fuck. a weapons manufacturer. He's a philanderer billionaire playboy egotistical asshole and i think that once oscorp falls or is less of a problem going on to stark industries huh i think you see stark industries operations shipments start getting busted up i think i think all it takes is peter seeing you know because plenty of plenty of folks in from around the world end up in new york i think it takes one too many tales of Oh yeah, you know we fled the war, and the war did so much bad stuff in our country. What you know, no matter where it is, yeah. And Stark Industries is bankrolling and supplying both sides of that conflict. Well, isn't isn't Avengers Tower or Stark Tower or whatever? Isn't that in New York City? I think it is. If it's not, it is now. Um, (laughs) I think it is. So Peter goes on. He moves on to Stark Industries, and you know Tony sees security footage and is like. Oh, this is fucked up. Like, I'm going to show up. And then you get Iron Man versus Spider-Man. I kind of enjoy that. And you get early Iron Man versus Spider-Man. You get like Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Iron Man, which was a weird sequence of words for me to just say. <laughs> um, it's it's the new children's book, like One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, yeah. Blue Fish. Iron Man Iron 1, Man Iron, Man, one, Man, Iron two. Man 2, Iron Man. Yeah. Um, you, know, you get Iron Man from that era against our new Vengeance Spider-Man. Yeah. What does that fucking look like? I mean, it's violent. Uh, there's a lot of co- collateral damage, I would say, as well. Um, 
Well, and this Spider-Man doesn't fight honorably. He fights dirty. Yeah, doesn't fight fair. Not at all. Yeah. Why would he? No. It's about results. It's not about. No, the ends justify the means. Right. And so I think, I don't think either of them wins. I think Tony Stark comes away licking his wounds. Uh, I think he gets surprised and is like, all right, holy shit. Like, Well, I don't think in the physical fight, either one of them really comes out on top of the other. I think, though, Tony Stark has to start to minimize like damage control, basically, like start to minimize losses oh, yeah. to the company and things like that. Because frankly, yep. I mean, with a large enough company and, and someone motivated like our Spider-Man, you could... You do a lot of damage. Oh, uh, yeah. Even just in New York. Yeah. I mean, and he's, you forget he's a photographer, too. So he can sneak into the factory and take pictures of all the warheads and be like, pretty sure these violate some international law and I'm, get them to the I press. You know, like he's going to take pictures of it and he's going to corner J. Jonah Jameson. And he's like, don't, don't, don't kill me. Don't kill me, kid. And he's like. I'm not going to fucking kill you. I want you to publish these. You're too useful to kill. You're too useful. Yeah. You're too useful. I don't care what you say about me, but I got these out of Stark's factory. Look at those. Those are, I don't know, whatever class warheads. Those are illegal in every civilized country on earth. Spread this story out. If I don't see this in tomorrow's paper, I'm going to come find you. God, that's so good. <laughs> I I like scary Spider-Man. Also, what about I'm, posh Spider Man? I, <laughs> <laughs> I like baby. Um, no, oh, I, God. I, uh, so nobody clipped that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Baby Spider Man, to be clear. Uh, there we go. I, uh, no, I, I'm just kind of upset that I was trying to think of a better name for our Spider Man. Uh, that because, like, if he wouldn't call himself Spider Man, and logic just goes to Black Widow, and that's already taken. Yep. And so maybe he calls himself that and then he ends up fighting with Black Widow and Hawkeye <laughs> and Winner keeps like, the name. Well, it, it, what do you call yourself, kid? I'm the Black Widow. And they look at each other. Sorry, this ain't going to work. And like, <laughs> I feel like they fare better against him than Tony Stark does because they kind of fight on his level of like ferocity. There like, is a bit, especially Black Widow, there's a bit of like again ends justifying the means kind of thing like uh, right. where a fair fight isn't necessarily what you need to have all that matters no. is that you're gonna win that said uh i mean again I black widow's gonna to have a better better shot i don't think so hawkeye sucks man an arrow against but spidey is, sense is gonna this lose. is this is badass hawkeye though okay this is and, ronan and hawkeye or whatever this is ronan Haw and i think they if Black Widow and Hawkeye are fighting Spider-Man in this universe and they've got surveillance and intel on them because they're spies, yeah, they decide when and where the fight happens and how. Home field and of they almost catch him in a trap, but they can't account for his spidey sense. And that's how he barely escapes. Okay. And he's like, that. he's like, all right, holy shit, I'm attracting some heat and some attention. Who the fuck were those guys? Starts looking into S.H.I.E.L.D. Finds out Hawkeye has a family. And then holds them hostage. I don't. He wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I don't think he'd go. Would he? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, if if they 
So that's a good question. If this Spider-Man gets caught in a trap and truly believes that his life is at is in danger, his life is at stake. To what length is he willing to go to uh, to minimize that? Would he basically what you're saying is would scary Spider-Man sacrifice innocent people so he could survive? Yes. I don't think he would. I think it's clear that good Spider-Man obviously would not. Uh, but I, I wonder if, cause the question is right. Is if, if we're, if we're to believe that this like creed that uncle Ben gives to Spider-Man, this with great power comes great responsibility gives such an impact to Peter Parker, um, that it's like almost character defining. Would the directive of avenge me or kill them all or whatever it might be, would that ring clear enough to translate to an innocent victim? Uh, I don't think But again, so. not totally innocent, right? Because it's it's as a means of getting to the person who is hurting him. I don't think so because I don't want that to be true for our scary Spider-Man. Because there is still a bit of our Spider-Man who's a hero, right? Right. Well, that that's the thing is he's an anti-hero. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's not, not, I'm not going to say a lovable rogue. Like you like don't. Like a true vigilante. You don't like him yeah. as a character or a, as a person. Right. But as a storyline, you really like it because sure. it's. It's like it goes places that most Marvel stuff doesn't go. At least the MCU doesn't. And it's go. like cowboy justice kind of stuff. You know, it's like prairie. Justice. It's not even cowboy justice. It's like, it's like that movie, The Equalizer. Yeah, it's basically Equalizer Spider Man. I, I really like that. That's the crossover this, we need. Oh boy, that would be nuts. I didn't see the uh, second one. They made a second one of those, right? I didn't see the second one either. The first one was first excellent. one's oh. first one's great. Denzel, right? Denzel, yeah. Oh, so good in that movie. Yeah, really. So good great. in anything he's in. But um, here's another one for you, because Spider-Man and uh, Deadpool are traditionally very good friends. I think they're better friends in this version. I think he runs into Deadpool, beats the crap out of him. Sure. And then Deadpool gets up and is like, "Wow, kid, you really pack a wallop. You want a job?" Yeah, I, I mean. I think that Deadpool, and he's like, I fucking, I just beat you to death, dude. Because I are think you alive? we've removed. I think we've removed like the biggest thing that Deadpool would like change about Spider Man. Yep. Which is like his his humanity, basically. <laughs> like <Well>. we've <laughs> we've taken away his inhibitions for killing and for you know doing what is right versus what is necessary, kind of thing. Um, well, and Deadpool's going to pitch it to him like, look, I'm I'm a mercenary, man. Like every once in a while, I'm going to need some more muscle on a job. I, I can subcontract you and you can and turn me down. I'll I give can you use someone rundown. like you. Yeah, I could use someone like you. And, you know, a lot of times uh, some of these jobs line up with some of these corporate assholes you want to stick it to. I can come find you when I got those and we can make it real easy on ourselves. What do you say? And Peter Parker's like. You help me knock over Stark Industries and I'll help you out. God, and I then you get Deadpool and Spider-Man versus the Avengers. By the way, you get Deadpool, Spider-Man, like buddy cop film, which I'm real into. I mean, they get a ton of buddy cop comics already. 
Like I, I it, almost, I, I actually like really love the idea too of Spider-Man almost being the like the no nonsense character in there, like the the Punisher, the yeah, like Judge Dredd kind of thing. Yep, lawful uh, evil. Yeah, because he lives by his own code. Yeah, I love it. And then you have, you know, you have Deadpool, who is obviously the comedic relief. Right. So you have a straight man, funny man situation. Straight man, funny man. I like it. Right. And so Deadpool walks into the the warlord's den or hideout or whatever, and is talking everything up. And he's like, we're going to fucking, you know, we're going to kill you. Dude. And Deadpool's like, ah, 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 ah. I'm the reasonable one. Just give me the give me the data card or whatever that I'm that I was sent here to get. Hand it over. Because as long as I'm talking, he's not talking. And if he starts talking, a lot of people start dying. In the meantime, Spider-Man is just like descending from behind the guy. Yeah. Like in the shadows, coming down on his web, silent. Right. Or I like I like good cop, bad cop, where Deadpool is forced to be good cop. Good cop, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the funnier, like more scary scenario. The best, yeah. I love this idea of Spider-Man who is a, a hunter, like a mm-hmm. someone who is frankly scary. Like, yep. Um, because, because honestly, Spider-Man is scary. If not for, <laughs> if not for Spider-Man's personality, like all of his abilities and stuff chalk up to a pretty terrifying individual. Well, because he's moniker, hard to hit. That's the thing. The the nickname, the persona, the moniker is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Right. If you take out friendly, yeah. He becomes out there. Yeah, definitely. And like, because he's hard, he's hard to fight. Like for sure. That's why he's such a good hero. Let's, I mean, the movies kind of touch on it a little bit, but even then they don't go into the full, like the full depth of each of his abilities. Mm -hmm. He is like, his strength is in the hundred ton range is what I've seen it quoted at. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, it's huge. I mean, we see it on screen too. You see it. I mean, he stops the, the full, uh, train. Yeah. In the second one, um, he throws the train car, uh, in yeah. civil war, like the subway car, whatever the, the, whatever there's it a, is, the fight at the airfield. Yeah. There's another lift. Uh, there's a big lift that he does that I'm not remembering, but anyway, I mean, yes, huge feats of strength. Right. Like, Captain America grabs onto the helicopter like landing gear and holds it and stops it from taking off. Spider-Man grabs it and throws it like he's Man. a whole order of magnitude. I above wonder if Cap- the only do you think only he Avenger, is? is he stronger than Captain America? Oh, by far. Like he is on record as being way really? like, he's 10. He's like 10 times stronger than Captain America, if not what? more. Yeah. In, in the comics is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. The, I think the only Avenger from the MCU, if we were just looking at on-screen MCU characters, mm-hmm. I think the only Avenger Hulk. physically stronger is Hulk. Yeah. Like. That's fucking he, wild to think. Oh, Maybe Spider-Man, Thor. Thor's got to be stronger. Thor's magic strength, though, which scales really weird. As yeah. far as like bench press, the only person who can outbench Spider-Man is Hulk. I still got, I got to stand Thor here. We'll see. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just my layman's understanding of the comics. And so he has, he has legitimate super strength, like superhuman strength. Yeah, definitely. 
He is incredibly agile, incredibly flexible, incredibly durable. He takes a fuckload of hits. Oh yeah, he's he has a healing factor. is is one yeah. of his one of his abilities. Yeah, right. He Spidey sense is like almost precognition, like to an extent it is, and it's yeah, the, it's the best thing in a, from a writing perspective because it is ill defined at best. Right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like, and so like. Um, you know, it, it is very much, uh, functionally a precog situation where right. he knows that you're going to shoot or he knows he's getting shot at, or he knows that you're sneaking up behind him. Things like right. that. He, he can sense it. And yeah. then he has all the web powers and the webs are nigh indestructible. They are ridiculously durable. They're, they can adhere to anything. They, he is mobile as fuck yeah because i mean he still has his ability to like climb up walls and things like that yeah, sticks to fucking walls, dude. yeah he's got gecko powers right he he is he has so much mobility in a fight mm-hmm. he hits like a truck he takes he is like he's an ambusher and then if you corner him he's a brawler like he is not one to fuck with. Not one to fuck with. Also, he in the comics uh, makes his own suits. He makes his yep. own costume, which he's, I just thought was always kind of funny. He's handy well, he's with a sewing machine. And not only that, but he's supposed to be like not Tony Stark level smart. But he's yeah, he's got well, ex- banner level smart. Yeah, he's got an expertise in like I think physics Tinkering. specifically. Yeah. Um Yeah. He's, yeah. he, he's no slouch, so he's making gadgets and things like that. Spider-Man is... It, it, Spider-Man with the safety off hunting you through the concrete jungles of New York City is quite frankly chilling. I mean, I, I'm I'm reading here a little bit on the Marvel uh, wiki for him, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it says initially that uh, Stan Lee and Steve Ditko uh, described him as intellectually gifted, uh, but later on that he's been depicted as uh, having a genius level intellect. So, yeah, no, um, he's he's definitely one of the smarter characters, which if he's hunting like man hunting people is terrifying. I I don't know what else you can really say about it. I mean, like, ima- like imagine him analyzing your your movement patterns, your habits, your weekly routine the routes you take to and from work to and from your family's places like and then he gets you at your most vulnerable moment and you're just a base human and you have no hope you have no chance you can't even get away and that's if he lets you know he's there yeah that's if he even lets you know he's there i know he has all he has to do is fucking web one of your tires to the ground as you like cross a bridge or something, I don't know, roll your car. Yeah. And I mean, he can web you up as you're walking to your car. Like, and no one will even hear you. Like he can web your face. No one will hear you scream. Like it's as you, as you suffocate. Yeah. It's the, it's the scariest shit. That's, I think that's part of what's goes so scary about Spider-Man for me too, is that like his powers are quiet. Like, very he's got, quiet. He's got quiet powers, which Eat, like eats your heart out, Sam Fisher. Yeah, like Thor comes in, thunder everywhere. It's a fucking pro. You Led know, Zeppelin Thor's around. Plan. Yeah, like Iron Man, same kind of idea, makes all kind of noise. 
Yeah. Spider-Man is a quiet, a quiet hero, which is super scary if if he's hunting you. <laughs> like, I mean, Spider-Man stealth game? Anybody? I mean, anybody? I'm here for it. I'm sure that's, there's stealth. That's sections. always I, that's there's always stealth sections in those games where it's like yeah. the lasers are going through and you got to get through there and avoid the guards and sure you're crawling through vents and shit for sure. I, he fights the Green Goblin. He fights Tony Stark. He I fights love Black that we Widow got to Hawkeye. keep around some some villains of Spider-Man as still villains. I mean, I I don't think he has as big of a problem with Doc Ock, but I still think he fights Doc Ock. Well, again, Doc Ock uh, is a professor, right? So potentially uh, in some kind of rebellion against the school. Or the yeah. school system. Could um, be. I think you also get a uh, a number of the same bad guys um, from like Sinister Six kind of stuff. I feel okay. like still still stick around a bit. I'm not as familiar. So who are the Sinister Six? Oh shit! Put me on the spot. Uh, Electro. Uh, so it's it's weird because they kind of move around a little bit. So. The Sinister Six, um, Sandman, uh, Green Goblin. It's like his his main rogues gallery, basically. Yeah. Sandman, Green Goblin, I think Vulture, Electro. Sinister Six. Um, Our group of supervillains appearing. Uh, the original Sinister Six. Lizard. Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, Craven Doc the Ock, Vulture, wow. Sandman, and Electro. Okay. But isn't Scorpion at one point? Yeah, well, while the team has had while the team has had different members over the years, Doctor Octopus has remained its leader. Is what what Wikipedia says. So basically, he gets word that a bunch of these supervillains are banded together, and he's like, "Not on my watch." Yeah, you're not going to fuck with my city. Um, and I think he just picks them off one by one. Oh, he's definitely much more of a one-on-one fighter in this version of Spider-Man. He's an ambush predator. He's an ambush for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Sinister Six, <laughs> the Sinister Six become the Sinister Five, and then the Sinister Four. So who's the first one to go down in that? I think it's probably Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I know the least about him. And he just strikes me as a very like hammy over the top character. I really so, hope he shows up in I, No Way Home or whatever. Well, people think they're going to see him in Morbius. Okay, I I could be into that. Maybe because, he because so right now that's part of the drama. I know we we haven't talked much about the trailer, and we can switch over to talking about the trailer and the drama. Quick, quick header toward the end of the episode. Quickly right now is that the Sinister Six is kind of the idea of what's happening in No Way Home. And there's only been five confirmed. Electro, Sandman, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and... Lizard. Lizard, okay. Lizard Man from Amazing Spider-Man 1. Isn't it Killer Killer Croc? No, that's DC. Ah. I think his I name is just Lizard. It's King K. Rule from Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Craven would be kind of the next one in there. Yeah, I mean, Mysterio was in 
Yeah, but Mysterio's but he's dead. Dumb, though. Yeah, he's dead. Wasn't that was that Gyllenhaal? Yeah, and he <laughs> was he was really good. I know you haven't oh, seen that one, but he was really good in that. Yeah, played a really good bad guy. Um, so part of the drama is that there's not a sixth. Like, who is right. going to be the sixth one? I think it'll probably be Vulture. Yeah, but, but there because he's well, been shown again and it's Keaton. I think that's the other thing is Michael Keaton is playing Vulture in the Sony Marvel like Morbius movie that's coming out. He okay. is playing Vulture. <laughs> See, that's yeah, that's kind of. But how isn't isn't Vulture in the first Spider Man? Isn't he a Mar- like a? Isn't he in the DC or not the DCEU? Jesus, the MCU. Yeah, he is in the MCU. But... Yeah, he's the first. Interesting, but Morbius is in the MCU too, I guess. Yeah, I know nothing about Morbius. I just know that fucking genius vampire wants to not be a vampire. Misunderstood. Yeah, but it's Sony that's making it. I know. Sony, why? Yeah, no comment. I hate I, it. I really hope it's good. I really hope it's really good. Oh, yeah. We, we like to like things on this podcast, yeah. but I hate the fact that Sony is allowed to do their own thing with certain marvel characters yeah and disney owns the rights to everything else like because it's, it's separate the, always it's the same reason it, it's it's i call it the steam principle right or the netflix principle yeah every company wants to make their own version of x whether that's steam with origin epic games whatever yep. or netflix with hulu or disney whatever plus. but yeah disney plus hbo max what it's no everybody shut the fuck up and put all your shit in, in one, one box in one basket so i can buy one streaming service or buy you know use one game client or have one mcu that has all the characters in it yep. because that's all we want yep but sony's over here like you can have spider-man for three movies and the avengers and then we're gonna make more movies and I, I really so I, I these are my action figures and you can't play <laughs> with them <laughs> draw the line uh no i i totally agree i i really wish that it's it just frustrating i don't yeah, mean to like vent, frustrating but. no no it is it's definitely frustrating and it and it does stop like it kind of stops like morbius interacting with the, the avengers ever yeah or, you know it kind of well, puts an end why, to that story. I mean, we're not going to get a Fantastic Four crossover with the Avengers. That we're makes not going to get X Men crossover with the Avengers. That makes me sadder. I love a good X Men. I mean, I don't know. What can you do? Uh, but yeah, so like, I wonder if you know Craven the Hunter. Like, maybe they're keeping the f- sixth person in their back pocket, and it. Who do you cast as Craven the Hunter? Jason Momoa. Yeah. Actually, though, he has that kind of wild man. Yep, he's thing got going the, on. he's got that thing. Uh, I mean, if we're I going think... ho- you know, to to do another hockey plug, uh, Brent Burns. Okay, <laughs> from the San Jose Sharks. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Basically, hockey Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, if if I mean, there's some other. I mean, you could go like because Craven's like a big, very big, muscly guy is the thing. So like, well, he kind, uh, Henry he kinda... Cavill. I, you Cavill's do Cavill. too clean cut. No, I think Cavill could do it. Yeah. Um, he is a little clean cut, but like, grow a beard, 
I think he did. Can they do are, it. Did they already do a live action remake of Tarzan? Yes. Because Cavill should play Clayton. Another uh, Skarsgård played Tarzan. A different Skarsgård. Right on. And not not Stellar or whatever. Not Stellar. Bill. I always call him Stellar Skateboard. That's just, <laughs> it's way easier because I'll never. I'll always mess up his actual name. So if I just call call him Stellar Skateboard, I'm in the ballpark. Like Briar Patch Cummerbund. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If I just purposely do say it wrong, I'll never be wrong. And folks, I think that encompasses the podcast <laughs> to a T. Yeah. If we try to be wrong, we'll never be wrong. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think of Dark Spider-Man, Scary Spider-Man, whatever you want to call him, Fallen Spider-Man. Um, tell us where you think we went wrong or things we didn't think about. Uh, facts we got wrong we'd love to hear it um but you know i think it presents a very chilling scary uh moving you know image of yeah. uh what he could be or a dark reflection yeah that, of I what like might that. have been yeah it's the heel turn of spider-man and i there and I but for it. the grace go i i, I really know. i really love it but yeah sure. um just again, uh, check out that link tree for any of our socials, uh, all that good stuff. The Patreon that is out as of the release of this episode um, will be uh, the same week that this episode releases. We'll be releasing our first Patreon episode, so it'll be out there for you guys to sign up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, folks, thank you so much for sticking with us for this long, for joining on with us for every listen. We really appreciate it. If any of you find any time to give us any interaction, like, comment, subscribe, review, share, tell someone about it word of mouth, or if you're feeling really ambitious and really generous, subscribing to the Patreon for $5 a month, it would mean, it would mean the world to me and Cody, honestly. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, I uh I've been Mike. <laughs> I'm Cody. Get me pictures of Spider-Man. Or don't. He's fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs>